Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith here. Once again, with my buddies, Chuck and John. Gentlemen, how we doing? I love basketball. Yes, sir, Chuck. Meta World Peace reference. Mm -hmm. Loving his basketball. John, you hanging in there? Doing my best. You're in business attire. In, in, a, in a fashion. In a, in a sense. In a sense. Uh, John Burr business attire. As close as I get. If John isn't wearing uh, basketball shorts and a t-shirt, a wrestling t-shirt to our taping, uh, something is... Something is afoot. Askew. <laughs> and so he is wearing his... What, what do you call that? It's a guayabera. That's right. I put cigars in these here pockets. It's a uh, traditional Cuban garb worn by abuelitos in Havana. I love it when Chuck gets to get ethnic on us. Mm. Taking yep, it back. It, it's good flavor. Good mm. flavor for the show. <laughs> good audio flavor. Speaking of flavor, did you guys have breakfast? Oh, you know I did. Uh, Chuck, you threw that up on the Patreon Slack channel. Ooh. That's the exclusive photo of this breakfast I'm about to describe to you on our Slack channel. If you're a Patreon uh, patron, you get to see it. It's wonderful. It, I was at the uh, Nashville Biscuit House. Mm. Big time killer breakfast spot in uh, East Nashville, Tennessee. I got the uh, home fry bowl with two eggs over easy. Add sausage, sausage gravy. So it's basically just, you know, home fried potatoes. Smothered in all sorts they of were smothered. They were smothered, covered. Do you have any issue as a man with a beard and a pretty large beard? Mm -hmm. Do you have any issue with getting eggs over easy? No. 
See, because with just that specific bowl, take, I just whip your, it up. Take your time with the fork. You Bubba, just, this guy's already got embryo all over his beard. I've, yeah, it was... It Don't was a, you worry about a little extra egg on that thing. It was a, a, a long night. Um, but yeah, I, what I do is I, I have this patented move where I put my hand over the bottom of my beard. Yeah. And then just scoop in. So if it does fall, it falls mostly on my hand. Right. Speaking of patents, have you ever thought about patenting a beard bib? Because I just did, and let's do I this. I think they let's have, do it. They have those. Do I, have, I have a couple of beer, a beard spoons for I'm your soup. On that. What's that? It's a spoon that has a mustache guard, so, oh. you, can eat, so you can eat your soup. That's outrageous. Because uh, that's one of the things with the beard. Like I, got, I have just the mustache now, but a lot of times I'm ordering a burger, mm-hmm. and especially if I'm, I'm ordering a burger at a spot that won't cook it to order. Right. At least they claim they will, but they actually don't. Uh, I, I'll throw an egg on there. Because, mm-hmm. you know, throwing an egg on there can save pretty much any burger, almost maybe anything. But uh, I do request I'd like that egg over medium because the, the runny egg on a burger with the mustache, it's, it's a horrifying. Thank goodness I'm married. It's unpleasant for everyone. Yeah, it's no. Company, everyone you're with, it's terrible. Uh, doing some research, the beard bibs are just aesthetically unpleasing. They just look like, uh, like sheets on your mouth. Clansmen? And, uh, mouth yeah, clansmen? Very, very <laughs> mouth clanny. Um, but yeah, I I enjoy. There is a, a mustache beard, uh, uh, beer blocker. So you oh a beer yeah. So you put it in your beer cup, and it keeps your mustache. From I actually have a couple of steins that have also the mustache. Yeah, uh, you had a mustache for a while, like I've had. You, you get some novelty gifts. You work it yeah. out. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of a way of life. It is. I tried to grow a mustache. I think you're drawing. Didn't, you're didn't scra- work out. Your scraggly beard. I'm all for it. Yeah. I have it. it it's, it's on the website. The, oh, only, right. the only beard I've ever had. Fastbreakbreakfastpodcast.com. See a picture of John with a beard. Just looks like a jowly shadow. Mm. I like it. Did you have breakfast, John? I didn't, but <clears throat> I saved a breakfast tale from over the weekend. You can do that. So you my, could also just uh, always lie. Just lie. like And pretend like that tale happened today. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down. F- future note. I'm going to note that. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Um <laughs> So over the weekend, my old lady ran in a half marathon, which is insane. Wow. So uh, me and my buddy, whose wife was running with her, dropped them off and then decided we wanted to go do something really healthy also. Mm -hmm. So uh, (laughs) I started driving towards Chuck's house because he told me there was a Sonic right next to his house, Mm -hmm. which there is. But right next to the Sonic, Chuck didn't tell us this, Waffle House. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to Waffle House in many moons. I think Chuck told us that. Did you? I did say yeah, that, 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 was, okay. that was on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not doing a lot of listening these days. Not doing a lot of listening. Well, but uh, So my buddy gets the, uh, it's not the Grand Slam, it's not the Sunrise Sampler. What's the big breakfast at Waffle House? Mm, I don't know. I think it's called like the All-Star Special. That's what it is. Uh, yep, you're right. And uh, I mean, it has everything. Everything you could possibly want to eat at Waffle House or possibly not want to eat ever at Waffle House <laughs> is on this thing. But I went with something that I thought was pretty uh, a good move. Because we all know Waffle House, the best thing they do is the hash browns. Mm-hmm. Triple order. I, the waffles are good, too. Oh, this waffle was so bad. Really? I, ate, I tried half of his waffle. That's... It was, it was ego level. Oh. Oh. It was Stranger Things. <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, triple order, scattered, smothered, and covered like you do. Bam. Yeah. Classic. Knock it, out. it is a classic breakfast. My breakfast was very simple. Carver homemade. I've been doing this. Uh, little Chase Buddy Budinger. Uh, he points to the eggs, to his egg, egg, uh, anytime. You he sure he's not it calling it Chuck? In the fridge. He could, he calls that, oh man, if anyone visits our house, we were doing a fan, I had a fantasy draft where, where a guy I shared the team with was over here and, and, and little Chase stood at the top of the stairs, just, just going, cuck, cuck, 
John? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, nah, it's another guy. But he just, he thinks when men are talking in the basement, that's podcast time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he stands at the top of the stairs asking, asking for Chuck. Uh, no, I made, made him an omelet. So I started making him an omelet. Just a very simple couple eggs, you know, mozzarella. Uh, put Louisiana hot sauce on my half. Good. His side, you know, he, he wants that too. Asking for the big pieces. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so just a nice little simple omelet. All right. Omelet? Yomlet. After our breakfast, we get to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong in any previous episode. It's also frequently the first time we talk about basketball. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? Well, remember us uh, early in our prediction episode picking the Chicago Bulls to be awful? Mm, Um, Vaguely. Vaguely. I think uh, I've been surprised uh, Dwayne Wade isn't fat and gross. He somehow learned how to shoot a three-point shot. Um, it's also probably eye-opening to see how much poison Derrick Rose injected into that team last year. <laughs> we, did, we did point out, technically, Rondo is an upgrade. He is. So, uh, you know, I think we're, we're er, obviously early in the season. It's not, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, for sure thing that they'll be a great team but they're looking decent right now and uh, i think that bulls under that we picked i picked uh, is probably not gonna work i'm still not worried about it i mean small sample size theater yes they are statistically the best team in the nba they aren't missing they aren't they aren't missing they're uh i think the best offensive rating uh someone who's taken the bulls under three straight times i'm very upset Mm -hmm. uh however they have i mean just pointing out they played the celtics and pacers who were on second nights of back-to-backs, and then they beat the Nets. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, small sample size, but yes, they are surprising. They are 3-0. and I still like the under. I think my bold Fred Hoiberg gets fire prediction may be toast. You never know. This they just is... need to be good enough by the All-Star break to yeah. keep his job. I almost apologized to Hoiberg, but instead I'm apologizing to DeMar DeRozan. Ah. Been doing some weird things. DeMar DeRozan has gone Super Saiyan. He has. Uh, he is the first player in 11 years to score 30 points in his first three games without a three-point shot. Mm. A single one. That's, That's crazy. Ama- That's amazing. Last time somebody did it, uh, give me one quick guess. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Hmm. Nope. Kobe Bryant. Oh, wow. That's weird. Uh, but I'm not going to, like, it, it, I just, when I watch DeMar DeRozan play, I don't understand. He can't dribble. Right. He can't shoot. But... The he man can, can get to the line, and the man can score. Well, he can mid-range shoot. I mean, he's like a, these are all mid-range shots. He's a guy. He's a guy who scores forty points on all shots that you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Or if you were playing, you know, two K, you'd be like, you'd be angry at the computer. Yeah, he can dunk on Tristan Thompson, pretty indeed, f- ferociously, uh, and Gobert. If we want to flashback it uh, during okay. this same, this is just an amazing three game stretch. Hundred and five points. I'm gonna. Uh, Guess how many assists he has in that 105 points, Keith? I don't know. I'd say, I'd say two. Wow. What do you got, Chuck? I'll go six. Right in the middle. Four. All right. Wow. Not 105 bad. points, four assists, according to ESPN Stats and Info. That's the fewest player, fewest assists by a player with 100 plus points in f- team's first three games since Wilt Chamberlain. Oof. That's also, I mean, <laughs> ar- arbitrary stat line alert. <laughs> That's amazing, DeMar DeRozan. I apologize. I shouldn't have doubted you. That's pretty good. My apology goes to another one who is in the was on Bovada's coaches to be fired list. Uh, surprisingly to a lot of people, I think Quinn Snyder showed up at six to one to be fired. And we pointed out Quinn Snyder was early, you know, 
maybe six to one to be fired, also six to one to win coach of the year. That mm-hmm. has to be tied to last season's collapse. Yep. Well, I think it just it just ties in to great expectations for the team. I mean, obviously countering that is the fact that the Jazz have always been very deliberate with their coaches and that that organization doesn't you seem mean to their coach? have a quick Jerry tr- Sloan. Right. Have a have a <laughs> quick trigger on turning guys over. But on our Patreon Slack channel, I was talking about how I'm all out on the Jazz. I, I predicted predict them to be good again. And hey, I mean, just one game, but then bouncing back and beating the Spurs in San Antonio, which is no small feat right. over the last few years. The parish curse is real. Uh, so the Jazz, I, I'm back to feeling okay about your chances this year. George Hill balling out, looking good. I understand why your reticence was there, because when Favors and Hayward are out there, they really struggle to put the ball in the hoop. Yeah. It like just 66-point games. George, like, Hill, George Hill played like his estranged father. I mean... Greg Popovich was watching him specifically. <laughs> Just trying to make... Yeah, he was like, I want him to be proud of me. Who won that trade? <laughs> Who won that trade, Kawhi? Yeah, that's right. All right, before we go to our steak and eggs best things, uh, we have a winner to announce of the Fan Essentials October Write a Review Contest. Uh, the winner is, uh, one word, D'Angelo is a snitch. Mm. Nice. We had a, had a handful of reviews in October, so D'Angelo is a snitch. So Jamal uh, Crawford won? Is that who said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so get in touch with us, and we will hook you up with a month of Fan Essentials uh, for your favorite team. And if you don't know, Fan Essentials is a subscription service for NBA fans, NFL fans, college fans to pick your favorite team. You get a box of unique gear and collectibles every month for a low, low price. They have boxes starting at $14.99. Use the code FBBF, as in Fast Break Breakfast, and get 30% off your order. Also, one last reminder, and then we're going to kind of keep these on the down low. We did start a Patreon for ourselves. It's a way to so, you to support us to hopefully interact with us more. We have a fantasy league. Is it filled up, John? No, there's still about three to four spots remaining. We can make three or four more people who want to give. Uh, you can join our fantasy league, which starts next week. We're our, doing a Pick'em's league. We're doing Pick'em will be starting up soon. Uh, we've been very heartened by the response. The uh, Slack chat has been off the chain. Yeah, so during during NBA nights, we chat on the Slack chat. And you can also, watch me lose all of my monies. And we're doing... Uh, I'm going to start posting some power rankings on the Patreon site. So again, more reason to give. And if you like our Parishes, podcast... Parrish's pomegranate power prankings. Oh, good. Pop filter I'm working too. <laughs> All right. And so if you guys like the, like the show and want to support us, we would appreciate it. You can go to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast or just go to fastbreakbreakfastpodcast.com. All right. Before... One last little ad for our friends, the Drive and Dish podcast out of Jacksonville, Florida. So we interrupt this great podcast that you're listening to. My name is Kevin Rayfuse. I'm Tim Tompkins. And I'm Justin Kuzart. And we host the Drive and Dish NBA podcast. We cover every team in the league and a bunch of really fun segments like random NBA player, drive and doogle, and hot takes from Reddit. So when you're done listening to this podcast, give us a search on iTunes or whatever podcast streaming app you're listening on. We're also at driveanddishpodcast.com. We are the Drive and Dish NBA podcast. All right, boys, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw this week? Russi Westbrook, buddy, you're balling. He had the first 50-point triple-double since Kareem in 75. He's averaging a billion points a game. Decent. Uh, 
And uh, one of my favorite things I saw on Reddit this week was someone mentioned that uh, we should merge the Pelicans into Thunder. Good gravy. And just call them the Thunderbirds. That's pretty good. And you'd get 100 points a night from two players. A little bit of malt liquor. A little, a little bit wine, of wine. A little bit of street wine. Uh, I would love that. I think it would work wonderfully. I would love to see uh, Russell Westbrook play with an all-time great player. Yeah, well, you were prefacing my worst <laughs> of the week. I just couldn't tell you that. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what that yeah, would look like. It would be, it would be uh, you know, I think uh, hard to argue if Westbrook averages a 40, you know, over 30-point triple-double or close to it to deny him even if they're a, a six-seed. Something close to the MVP. What if they're a nine seed? A I do nine seed. I do think he will keep up most of these stats, but you got to point out they will be bad. They played the Suns, the Sixers, and the Lakers. Yeah, right? I get it. You're harsh in Chuck's mellow right I now. I have been harsh in every one of Chuck's things he's thrown out. But he's still gonna, you know, he still has to play a bunch of crappy teams that are gonna inflate his uh, averages. He's never, you know, not gonna get the usage rate to get the numbers to at least be close to him against good teams. It's making Victor Oladipo. They also and they okay. also traded away their Ers- own their <laughs> only shooter. Suddenly <laughs> I know Kyle Singler's still on the team, but yeah. they, that he don't count. They traded away one guy who could who could shoot for a player who cannot shoot. Make sure don't forget that they threw in a first round pick as well. Yeah. yeah it's a nothing super protected they, yeah. they said. Yeah, it's, but still. Okay. But hey, still. but hey, they're like an injury to him from being the worst team. So yeah. protect it all you want. That's They're enough. an injury away. Like, what if he gets another hole in his face? Remember that? Well, he played right through that. <laughs> he didn't even care. <laughs> Much like the Chicago Bulls being 3-0, and uh, Thunder 3-0. and Still love their under. Smoking. Smoking <laughs> like, like, still love their under. They're, uh, I think their simple rating on basketball reference is like negative one. They're like the 20th ranked team, and they're 3-0, and mm. which is uh, pretty funny. Hey, do me a favor and never tell me what the Grizzlies' simple ranking is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a deal. My best thing is it's actually kind of encroaching on Chuck's territory. So far, we haven't had friend of the show Josh Tish Richard Slow. Mm-hmm. show up yet this year because uh, Josh Richardson is nursing his MCL. But the Miami Heat have been frisky, mm-hmm. won a couple games, thanks to the new uh, super combo player, Tylon Johnsters. Who is? Tylon Johnsters, <laughs> tearing it up. Right. which is A C- couple of high-usage rednecks over there. Just Tyler Johnson and Deion Waiters smashed into one person. Yeah, yeah, D- uh, D- Dyler, Dyler Waitson. That was, I didn't like his mo- weight on. Tylon is actual, like, seems feasible to me. Yeah, yeah. That Ty- seems like a Key and Peele yeah, yeah. uh, player name. Anyway, Tylon Johnson have been, have, have, been, of- <laughs> have, been, have been tearing it up. Uh, it, and even in, the, in their most recent game on Tuesday night, they threw up, they got combined for four blocks, three steals. Mm-hmm. Man, 42 points. Look, li- line it up. So I think the Heat uh, combo uh, guards for days. Small sample size. They're playing a lot of three guard or three guard lineups. Uh, Wins- uh, Winslow's actually playing decent basketball. He looks like his. Just uh, don't look at the shooting percentage. Don't ever look at his three point shooting percentage, especially. Um, yeah, Whiteside's playing smart ball. Um, he got Boogie into foul trouble in a quarter. Oh, fouled out Boogie in one quarter. One quarter. God, Boogie, what is wrong with you? Uh, Dragic is actually, you know, playing like a, you know, top 10 huge game the other night point guard. So I, you know, I think the Heat have, they're not going to stink. Their rebuild's going to be once they get uh, McBob back. And maybe, you stop it with that. Hey, <laughs> stop it with Jesus McRoberts. <laughs> if he comes back and can actually shoot, they have nothing. I mean, Luke Babbage. It's been just, three days. He's not back. <laughs> the tomb, it's over. The tomb is empty. 
No, but uh, you know, I, I like the Heat's uh, chances of a, being a first round uh, doormat for the <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> That's pretty good, John. You got a best thing? Well, let me put this into layman's terms for you guys. Did you see the Warriors Blazers game? Mm. I got the reference. Did you see Jake Layman? <laughs> Jake Layman looks like he was generated from a Portland. Port- Portlandia. Like a Portlandia sketch. <laughs> Just generate a random Portland uh, coffeehouse barista. Well. Who happens to be. This barista happens to be averaging six, nine. 76 mm-hmm. and a half points per 36 minutes. I'll have you know. Mm-hmm. The wow. greatest eight-minute debut in NBA history. Yeah. <laughs> Five of seven from three. And don't forget the steel breakaway dunk. Yeah. He, That's uh, what it's about. His per 36 numbers are 76 points. Well, he dropped. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine a different era of basketball. And if this guy just showed up and hit five threes in his first debut in, in half a quarter. Hondo, John Havlicek. Mm-hmm. But it's like five threes is incredible. And then it's like he just did it doing nothing in a, in a large blowout. Mm-hmm. Pulling him up. Our, our power listener, Matt Sullivan, was there. And said uh, the, his section started chanting MVP every time he touched the ball <laughs> and booed every possession where he did not touch the ball. <laughs> what does this do for the Myers-Leonard fan club in Portland? Because now they seem to have... Those three lady... Are, they're not very happy anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, this seemed to be Myers-Leonard's corner. Of well, just a ran- random white dude with hipstery hair. You also got to remember that they were down by 30. So well, I know. <laughs> we may not see the layman ever again. Man, but boy, that was fun. There'll, there'll, there'll be riots if they don't see him. If he doesn't get out there. They, uh, the Warriors fans at the Blazers game started doing their annoying Warriors chant that they do. You know, uh-huh. the Blazers just the Blazers fans just started chanting "Layman" back at them. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the opposite of steak and eggs, cream of wheat, worst of week. What is your cream of wheat, worst of week? Well, my worst of the week is uh, going back to Anthony Davis, the Brow. First player ever to score 148 points in his first four games and go 0-4. It's never happened oh, in the history really? of the league. I assume 148 points or more. Um, or more. Because right, right on the nose would be kind of a right, well, very yeah. arbitrary. <laughs> or, or more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's nev- no one's ever scored that many points and not won one of their first four games. The Pelicans are an embarrassment. I, I, I can't put my finger on it. But it might be uh, something to do with, say, Buddy Heald going, what is it? Oh, for forever. 10 for 34. Yeah. Langston Galloway going 5 for 22. Solomon Hill going 9 for 27. Mm-hmm. It it's, is not. Anthony Davis and Tim Frazier are their only good players. Right, I mean, what's I repeat, like, Tim, Tim Frazier. Frazier. It is. I saw Mason Ginsburg, uh, who covers the Pelicans, talking like... The, and the, was also a beat poet. The guys, <laughs> the guys they signed are... Such low usage basketball players, like they're okay when they're in super low usage. The funniest thing I saw this week, which I don't know, I don't know who wrote it. I think it was on Bour- Bourbon Street Shots, was talking about how Dante Cunningham and Solomon Hill are the same player, like statistically, and how Solomon Hill had a breakout in the playoffs for the Pacers and got paid, and uh, Dante Cunningham had a breakout for the Pelicans against the Warriors two years before, but no one cared or noticed. It's like the, ex- <laughs> the exact same numbers, and it's right. like now Solomon Hill makes whatever he makes, starter money, $14 million or something, and is just uh, kind of like, eh, he's not good. He can't handle a load. He can't play the three, really. New Orleans hasn't been this sad since the levee broke. This is a pathetic... Easy, <laughs> easy. I, I mean, this is disastrously said, poor. Clay yeah. Travis over here. You could have <laughs> You could have said Tremay. 
Since Tremay got canceled or renewed, I don't know which one. <laughs> it depends on which way you stand. I can't make it through a single episode. <laughs> oh, it's so great. That's very good. I, speaking of those bad shooting stats, uh, my cream of wheat, it's not really cream of wheat because I enjoy it, but a lot of these guys who signed contracts or switched teams this season, uh, small sample size, but some slow, slow starts. Boris Diaz, one for 11. Jeff Teague, 11 for 50 so far in four games. Teague's been exceptionally poor. Uh, Batum got paid, nine for 33. Mm-hmm. I know some people were worried about that, so hypersensitive to watching those shooting numbers. Uh, all, those, all those Pelicans guys I talked about, Deion Waiters, uh, 12 for 38. Jeff Green, who could have seen it coming? Nine, nine for 30. <laughs> Just a bunch of guys. Evan Turner finally had some shots. Uh, Oladipo shooting under 30%. Marco Bellinelli, should we have traded a first round pick for him to the Hornets? Yeah, he's shooting thirty percent. So <laughs> a lot of guys so far in their in their new uh, New Jersey's new digs, not really working out. Or the guys who got paid. Also, mm-hmm. Grizzly Troy Daniels, what's wrong with him? One Ugh. for ten, <laughs> can't even play on the night they rest good players. They still don't put him into the game until there's like four minutes left. It feels like a ridiculously uh, weird beginning of the season sample size wise because uh, right now as we sit here. Dwayne Wade and Marcus Saul have hit more threes than Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant. Right. Which that's not in, in any point of the season should ever happen. But now we're here and we're, we're looking at weird. We've know, seen some madness. Like We've seen these huge fantasy numbers or just scoring numbers. Yeah. And then you've seen all these guys hitting again. Yeah. We could, some guys aren't even hitting their shots. We but. could. Yeah. And uh, Ian Clark going perfect. Ian Clark is perfect. DeMar DeRozan, as we talked about, perfect. The so, Bulls are the best shooting team in the NBA. So we've been, shows that we know. We have to. We have to give it uh, the you know Taco Bell um, biscuit biscuit taco unsustainable business model. Exactly. We got a we got a lot of unsustainable business models. John, you got a cream of wheat. I do have a cream of wheat, and it's for you, Keith. Yes, give it to me for refusing to apologize to the process. Joel Embiid to the Joel Embiid the process. I'll quote Nene Cherry. No money man can win my love. It's sweetness that I'm thinking of. And when I think of sweetness, I think of Joel Embiid housing pitchers of Shirley Temple and draining threes and dancing and staring at Boban Marjanovic and watching YouTube videos of white people and enriching our lives. You can't hate on Joel Embiid, Keith. I won't let this happen. I wasn't hating on him. I'm just saying he's not my pick for rookie of the year because I fear he won't make it. I fear he won't make it to the end of the year. I think his words, Chuck, where he won't play. Hey, and he's he l- playing. He looked at Stone Man <clears throat> Stephen Adams, yelled at him, he can't guard me. <laughs> and I mean, for a guy who's played barely any minutes in the NBA to actually say that. Hasn't won a game. Hasn't won a single Look, game. The Sixers have something to be excited about. This is beautiful. And there's rumors of Ben Simmons coming back this year. Come on, get on board. King. I mean, he is. Say you're sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Joel Embiid <laughs> well is said. incredibly entertaining, and I love all the content he's provided to the uh, NBA world. Where would we be without him? Yeah. I mean, where would the Sixers be without him? Well, same place, 0 and 4. <laughs> remember Cherry, Ginger Ale, Grenadine, baby. Woo! Yep. All right, so those, those were our steak and eggs. Now, moving on to our scattered, smothered, covered thoughts. What else haven't we gotten to? There's so much going on, as we alluded to in the NBA. You got anything's burning? You guys want to stay sweet? I want to stay sweet. Do what it. you got? I got that game of scones. Oh, damn. Game Dinklage, of scones. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Joel Embiid, Embiid. What you got, Joel the process. Um, so, <laughs> looking at DeMar DeRozan's stats for my um, apologies, 
got me thinking about guys who could score at will and didn't really need to pass. So what I did is I compiled a list of the top 20 scorers uh, in NBA history, and then I looked at their assists, and then I collated them in reverse order. So the man with the least assists is the number one on my list. So I want to know if you guys can name, with three guesses apiece, top five leading scores with the least amount of career assists per game. So, uh, yeah, you got to unpack that. No, 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 yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was a, that was a lot of information. Um, you, you're saying they have a high points per game. These are the top twenty scores per, points per game. Okay, and we're period. And, yes, but okay. I want to know if you guys can name the the players who have the least assists per game from that group. Because I think the answers may shock you. Yeah, that seems really hard. Yeah. Uh, the number one one, there's no way you will get, but I feel very good that you guys are going. There's there's literally five guys tied for second mm. with just two and a half assists per game over their careers. I think you guys can nail it. I'm going to give each of you three tries. So All you have to do is get someone in the top ten. So this is hard. So we, we have to think of the top scores in NBA history right. per game. And then you got to decide who passed the least. So who goes who goes first here? Keith, I'm, I'm gonna go with lose. I'm gonna go with you since okay, Chuck I, always loses. I, I will go first, and I would say I'm going to guess Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal tied for second with two and a half assists a game. I was thinking he might be right, right around three. So yeah, all right, yeah, all right, not Shaquille, bad. All right, uh, let's go, Carl Malone. Oh, Carl Malone, tied for fourth with 3.6. Really good one. Well done, mm-hmm. Chuck. So now now I feel like I'm going to throw names out that might not even be on the scoring. Right. High. Top you 20s. can't possibly do that. Well, is Bernard King? I'm sorry, Keith. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. I don't even know what his career points per game is. but Well, those games where he had only one leg hurt him pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and top 20 in scoring. Gotta go big, man. What about uh, Patrick Ewing? Patrick Ewing, not on the list. Ugh. I'm sorry, Chuck. I don't think he scored enough per game. Yeah, probably yes. All those nights at the Gold Club sapped his strength. Champagne room. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do some Patrick Ewing Gold Club quotes, and then I realized <laughs> Keith would just have to bleep out a paragraph of words. <laughs> Keith, you gonna take a swing? Yep, I'm gonna take a swing. Shot clock's running out, Keith. Let's see. Five, four, three. I mean, I don't need two. Even... All right, one. Uh what's the guy for the Nuggets? Uh, Michael Adams. Oh, I know who you're thinking of. No, oh, it's is it not? Is it Vanderway? No, oh, I know who you're shoot, thinking. There's, That's a there's, miss. There's a guy for the. I'll tell you I'm, who you're I'm thinking so of. Bad, I'm so bad at NBA history. Well, I'll, I'll leave it up <laughs> to Chuck to steal if he can. Yeah, uh, he's right. It's the Nuggets player. Got a sweet name. Um, I feel like we've just screwed Chuck over by making him think about the Nuggets instead of the rest of the list. Alan English, close. Oh, I'm gonna Al- give it to him. Alex English. Alex, Alex English. English. Alex English. Yeah. Alex English. And he has a high volume score. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Tied well, for fourth. Yeah. With with Nary three point six assists per. Tied with uh, your boy Carl, the mailman Malone. He didn't deliver much, apparently. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Well, I will try. I'm trying to think of all the. Just just going the top scores is so hard to me. I will say... Uh, do you want a clue? Yeah, let's do some clues here. Um, there is an active player. An active player. And I think you'll be stunned when you see how 
infrequently this man passed the ball. Active player. Is it Paul Pierce? He doesn't average enough. Paul Pierce is on the list. That's not the one I was referring oh, to, but y- you did get it. Paul right. Pierce uh, also tied with Carl and your uh, aforementioned a- Alex English. Nice. Mm. Chuck. So there's another active player. There is another active player. Mm. Really, really never passed. Almost number one on the list. I was stunned by this revelation because I think of him as a good passer. In fact, we t- touted his uh, people. People were scoring off of his passes last year at a historic rate. Mm. Couldn't be Matt Barnes, could it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, James Harden. No, he has not played nearly long enough to uh-huh. be a top twenty scorer. Oh, but I dig your style. I thought, yeah, it's not okay. Top twenty in points, like not total top, points, not average per game. It's uh, it's ports per game, but okay. he okay. still hasn't played enough. That that first season with the Thunder, it's going to take him a while to work that out. Yeah, of his that average four four points a game as a rookie. Yeah. One more chance for each of you. Okay. Maybe get that active guy out of your list, because these are a lot easier than you guys are making it. Oh, really? okay. There's only one guy on this list I thought you guys would I guess I'll go. I'll go. I know, I know this man likes to share the basketball, but he was a center, so I'll go David Robinson. Not on the list, but yeah. you're, you're on the right path. You're yeah. on the right okay. path. Okay, right Chuck, path. you can win it. That, that's my third Stay strike. on his beaten that's my, path. That's my uh, third let's strike. go Timmy Duncan. Correct. Yes. Wow. It's been forever since I won one. Yeah. It's so He's weird. third with only three assists per game, and Chuck is the winner. Let's go with the others. Who's on that what list? The one I was talking to you guys about was Dirk. Oh, oh Dirk. 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 Only two and a half assists per game Ew. his whole career. That's crazy. Uh, number one with a bullet. No one even, you know, almost a full assist worse than anybody else. Elvin Hayes. Elvin oh, Hayes. Right would have never guessed that. But yeah. then you've got Moses Malone, mm-hmm. Dominique Wilkins. Wilkins uh, he, I was going to uh, say. Hakeem Olajuwon. Uh, Reggie Miller, see, I kept Kareem, and KG. I yeah. kept thinking of Hakeem, and I was like, surely he passed more. I thought of KG as well. Yeah. You guys did pretty well, though. I thought that was a decent was really, That was really hard. Duncan is a top 20 all-time per game scorer. Indeed. That seems really weird to me. But anyway, I guess I'm just remembering old Tim Duncan. Yeah, I mean, because he averaged like almost 30 a game when he was no, in no. a few years. I, I've misled you, not points per game. Oh, it's total yes. Oh, total points. So yeah. uh, See, but that's why I didn't. That's why I, yeah, I'm off. I was you. thinking points per game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I have my apology next week. Okay. That's all right. Hopefully, that wasn't, <laughs> hopefully you guys had fun playing along too. Yeah, because I would have just done big stuff. men who played 40 years. You I, know? But I, I was surprised that it was guys like uh, that Neek snuck in yeah. there. Instead of it just being big men, because when I that's what I thought I was going to get was just big men. But then you like do the deep dive on the stats, and guys like Kareem actually passed pretty well. Wilt Chamberlain led the league in assists one year. Yeah, well, see, I, I mean, knew that. Yeah. I, knew, I knew Wilt had the year where he yeah. decided he won. That one play. skews it a lot because Wilt his other years when he didn't pass, totally screw it up. Right, right. But, uh, it, it was pretty fun. I, 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 my favorite person on the list by far though was Reggie Miller. That just made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, see, that's I see. I was thinking him too, but I knew his points per game career. I was thinking points per right. game. We're mm-hmm. low. Um, speaking of other shooters, uh, historic wise, Ray Allen officially hanged. He it gone. Up. Uh, apparently, you know, he hasn't played in two years, three years. Right. What do you think? What do you think his retirement consisted of? In my mind, he ate a bowl of pasta for the first time. Um, He's like, let's eat, <laughs> let's get some carbs. Meticulously, I think it's what he does every day: is wake up and watch. Uh, Watched, he got up and washed his hands forty-seven he, times. Watched, he got game and just like shot jumpers. <laughs> like, right. I don't think Did it's. You, you think he watched his own sex scene? Oh yeah, over and over. Because that's what I would do <laughs> if I ever had a. Do you? Sex do scene. you guys? This this might be more. I feel like this is a very mainstream question. Who do you guys think of him as? How do you remember him? Which team? Uh, for me, it's Bucks. 
just the bar. I feel like I don't know. I don't know if it's just the, like the time of our lives because we're both like in our thirties. Yeah. Like I remember the Bucks too. Sonics but, guy. Yeah, I mean, cause the Son- he was so good on the Sonics. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard. to... I mean, you have no question who I will. But remember I mean, you you, you remember him as you know the as shot for the Heat, the guy so. who beat the Spurs, the mercenary, the and mercenary, and everyone part of the big people think of the big three, of the Celtics. Yeah. It, it is a it's a weird guy where he has so many. I don't know. I'm sure there are other guys who spent had four different teams that all have mm-hmm. like a claim on him. Right. But it's, it's kind of weird. Like, you know, that he had, I guess, I guess most people probably careers. would say Celtics, wouldn't they? Yeah. I, I think just, that I was mean, his... I was just so into him when he played out West. Yeah. Well, when, out when, back when he was like kind of rivaling with Kobe and was like filling up the, this box score every night. And it was just, he was awesome. He was I, slamming on people's heads and like, I mean, that's shoot and... like uh, Spike Lee picked him. Speaking of, he got game it, because his game was incredible. He could dunk on almost anyone and shoot the lights out from deep. He, you know, all time as he, you know, aged it was more of a three-point shot but early in his career he was flexing on my, folks. my favorite uh, time machine moment in basketball history is uh when he was with the heat broke that dude's ankles went in and dunked on everybody right. and, and the, he was like 39 and the was like what in the exploded. world yeah it's like every once in a while vince does that for the for the grizzlies and you're just like oh yeah that guy was once one of the best athletes in the world right, yeah. right, right. and we you know i'm reading some of the, the you know I guess postmortems after he's retired, you know, from the Heat writers. There's still people in the Heat organization that talk about Ray Allen's crazy work ethic and silly drills and the things that he did to kind of keep his game on point during even towards the end of his career. Oh, so his daily routine is nightmare for the dude is and and he just opened a health food fast food store. Uh it's of course the, he did. It's in the Miami arena or some, you know, stadium somewhere in Miami now. So he's gonna be rich. You can eat those on your when you're leaving early in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Gra- grab a healthy bite. Oh uh, yeah, that's, a, that's a, it. Happened. <laughs> Nothing like a lettuce wrap when you're hungover. <laughs> uh, we should probably talk about LeBron's Halloween party. Let's where do he it. Had a large. It looked like a bass drum. Was that a bass drum? It, I think it was. But it was like it was like, like a skeleton it was like a, playing. Three-one lead. Yeah. You know, graveyard mm-hmm. theme had some cookies saying "R.I.P. Clay Thompson." To which the humorless Clay Thompson replies. I don't know what that means. I'm not dead. Well, he is shooting uh, 10% from three this year, so yeah. maybe he Clay might can't be. can't hit a shot. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, one of the many guys that Mark Gasol is way better than. We, we will talk about, <laughs> we, will right. ta- we will talk more about Mark Gasol's incredible clutch three-point barrage. We're doing a Grizzlies epilogue, first time in a while. It's back. So stick around after the end. We will explicitly, And more modeling than ever. Talk about the Grizzlies and their various... Uh, successes and failures. Can they cover a six-point spread against the Pelicans tonight? I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing that I am very interested in. Well, my my cheat team of the year is is the Nuggets. You know, like the team I'm I'm also the Grizzlies, but you know have the Nuggets on the side. They've had a couple of late game meltdowns where they blew they blew they had good games they were winning and they kind of didn't know what they were doing and at the end of games lost to the Raptors and Blazers. But one thing exciting on the Nuggets team is the Jacques watch. And if you don't know what the Jacques watch is, that's a Jacques Vaughn holds oh, the yeah. record for the worst start to a season by missing his first 22 shots. It's happening. Jamal Murray, rookie. My rookie of the year pick. Whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, John's rookie of the year pick. Currently 0 for 8 on the season. I know, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. We haven't approached Anthony Bennett's, whatever he was, like over 18 yeah, in his first. Yeah, he was so great. Uh, uh, and uh, But, so he, he still has open for him and he is our leading contender for the Jacques watch mm-hmm. so who can get possibly break Jacques Vaughn Jacques Vaughn has his uh, champagne 
you know, it's being chilled. He's waiting mm. to pop it open. He's playing as his, soon as Jamal Murray hits his, he, hits one he's, shot. He's playing Mercury Morris in reverse. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and speaking of terrible shooting percentages, Ooh, here it's it that is. Time again. It is that time. It's our favorite. Once again, it's been months and months. My baby. Mm, it's Keith's. Keith's soup du jour. The International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Uh. It is given to the worst performance in a box score. Uh, we try not to judge the actual game tape. Mm-mm. We don't want to be swayed. This is just you open up the USA, USA Today back page, looking at that box score, and you say, Jerry did what now? Six for 27? Good gracious. <laughs> so uh, here are... Our nominees for hey, this week's... Before we do it this week, yeah. the, the box score, and we're are we weighing it heavily on points this year, or are we looking at the Man, whole box score? And like, know, turnovers matter? Like, what turnovers are we doing? Turnovers matter. For me, the gaudiness of the, sh- the, of the field shooting. goal attempts okay. normally is the high... There, we'll there, weigh it. There is no... This is art, Chuck. It is. It is. This is not science. <laughs> uh, you know, there's no formula. Are you if, sure it's not obscenity? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Similar definitions. Right, right. You know it when you see it. Like, yeah. like, like, if we just wanted to go on basketball reference and type in the worst game score, they have a formula. We don't do a formula. Right. We're looking for something beautiful or, or obscene, as John says. Um, we do have some honorable mentions. I will say... My boy Ish Smith, Ish plays 30, uh, had a 5 for 17. Oof. John Wall had a 3 for 15, saved by the assists. Justice, Justice Winslow had a 3 for 15, saved with assists and steals. Uh, our nominees, Jeff Teague. Mm. Jeff Teague of the 11 for 50 on the season. I'll be, I'll be hard-pressed not to give it to him for that. For that. Je- Jeff Teague had a 2 for 13. Aggregate. Ooh. 2 for 13, 4 points, 7 assists, 3 rebounds. Three turnovers, three fouls. Not very good. Wes Matthews. Also, I think a lot of people were kind of hoping for his bounce back. I know we thought he might have we a thought he'd have it. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. He had a three for 16 game. Zoinks. In a loss, uh, 13 points, five rebounds, three assists, three steals. Not bad. Only one turnover, four personal fouls. And then uh, I got an inkling. So could he only shoot one year? Is that what happened? You know, I thought you know he had a couple years. What wasn't it with the Blazers where he was hitting yeah. a really good percentage? This is Brady Anderson home run season. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he tore his Achilles. Uh, it's tough, tough to judge him harshly. However, we will do we that. We will do that right <laughs> no now. Problem. Uh, so we have Jeff Teague two for thirteen, Wes Matthews three for sixteen, and then D'Angelo Russell. It's your team now. But quit th- snitching, D'Angelo. A three for fourteen, nine points, five boards, five assists. I like, but four turnovers. So we got Jeff Teague two for thirteen, four points, seven assists, three turnovers. Wes Matthews, three for 16, 13 points. Uh, and then D'Angelo, three for 14, nine points, five it's points. Jeff Teague, because they got rid of George Hill for him. I think it's definitely Jeff. I hear, I hear some apologists saying that he's banged up. Yeah, whatever. But you know what? That's not in the box score. Two mm-hmm. for 13, I think it's Jeff Teague as well. Here's Make it, me. Making George Hill and Dennis Schroeder look good. I'm from the streets, and so I'm turn. always going to turn on a snitch, baby. <laughs> oh, so, so I'm going D'Lo. You're still, still D'Lo. Yeah. All right, well, so two to three, Jeff Teague. Congratulations. You are the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award winner. First-timer. First-timer, probably. 
I still I need to, I need to put together an archive. the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, so we can look at who's won them all. Who? Uh, how many times has this Smith or now that Kobe's Russell. gone, it'll be a lot more room. Or KCP <laughs> gets nominated. KCP almost got honorable mention always. Did, yeah. Did we? Uh, we were going to name it the Kobe Bryant Memorial International Stackhouse of Pancakes. It got, a, got a little long. It, it, it's under review. <laughs> it's okay. We haven't been able to keep Hassan Whiteside in our Waffle House, <laughs> Waffle House references God. yet, so I don't know if we're going to be able to get Kobe in the already long IHOP reference. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's our first one. Of season three. All right, par fadeaway. What else are we looking forward to? I'll tell you one thing I'm looking forward to. Uh, it's again, we talk about small sample sizes. This is uh, who keeps it up. As in, like I think the Atlanta Hawks. It looks really good through three games. Hate it, but correct. But but I don't I don't know if that's for real. Their defense has been awesome. Like we said, it had to be. Their defense was really good last year too. I think they were the second rated defensive team. This continues. Paul Ma- Millsap has to start in the All Star game. Mm-hmm. It's he true. Is so good. So uh, so so far the drop off to to Schroeder hasn't been bad. And again, their no. defense has been so good, uh, and they're scoring. So I'm curious if that will keep up. It's not as if Schroeder's been a revelation, but he's been what Jeff Teague provided and seeing what Jeff Teague has done across the league makes you feel pretty good about the move on the whole. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Warriors Thunder late game. That's really the only answer, isn't it? That yeah. has to be the answer. It's gonna, oh, it's gonna we're going to so see Russell Westbrook go. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook go uh, probably hammer pants. T-U-R-T-L-E power. We're going to see Jeremy Grant miss a lot of shots. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about Jeremy Grant? Somebody like archived his Twitter and he's basically called Russell Westbrook doo-doo on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. So that should be a fun I really, I mean, I guess like most of basketball Twitter, I really like Jeremy Grant because he's just a high flyer. He blocks some shots where you're like, what? Like he can jump so high. And it's Harvey's kid, man. Yeah, he's he's not really a small forward. He's a guy without a position. So again, them adding him to the rotation seems really weird. And paying, even it was a fake first. Yeah. Them paying a heavily protected first seems like a high price. And Ilyasova, which seems like a guy who would help your team. You know, he might want to make a three-pointer every once in a while, maybe once. Low-key fun game to watch coming up. Uh, Nuggets-Wolves. That's another Man, fun game. Man, I'm, I'm still all in anytime these young guys play. Yeah. I, I've been a little disappointed in the Wolves so far, although we haven't had a good, again. Tibbs is fired up. He's fired up. Yeah. But you know, Calling him lifeless. Mm-hmm. Outside of the game where the Grizzlies didn't play their players, you know, right. they haven't looked super good. They keep getting up to big leads, and they've blown it a couple mm-hmm. couple of times. Well, that's the youth of them. I, I think that'll that'll probably iron itself Chris out. Chris Dunn's going to start goes. playing. Chris that'll D- be fun to yeah. watch. Yeah, because Rubio is out for a little while, yeah. so that'll, that'll, that'll be something to look forward to. All right, well, we're going to get to our Grizzlies epilogue, but the rest of you guys who don't want to hear about the Grizzlies, thanks for listening. Uh, check out you. our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Uh, the rest of you guys, uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. Check out The Step Back. Fansided.com no, slash NBA slash The Step Back. That's easy to remember, right? Mm-hmm. All right. No. <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. All right, welcome to the first Grizzlies epilogue. <laughs> no, they're terrible. They are. We're recording this on Wednesday late afternoon, so they're going to play the Pelicans tonight. I I assume it's going to be a close game. I don't feel good about it. They're five don't and a half point favorites. Don't let Gasol's banjo strumming string music serenades fool you. The Grizzlies are poor. Well, I would say my takeaway from someone who predicted them to, to go under and still you know, win 42, 43 games is they're worse than I thought. However, 
the bright side to that is I'm encouraged by the young guys who are just being thrown into the fire. I mean, Wade Baldwin, uh, friend of the great show. Great first game. Great first game. First player in NBA history to start his career with a game with f- at least five rebounds, five assists, three blocks, three steals, and three air balls. That's never happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does not know how to shoot. No. <laughs> He's like me in pickup where I, I, I can do a standstill or I can do a layup. Looks like if I have Joe to Joakim dr- Noah and that vine floating oh, around. Oh, the Joakim Noah air ball. No, <laughs> I want to say Wade. So bad. I want to say Wade Baldwin. I don't know if uh, which website tracks this. If NBA.com player tracking. I want to say Wade Baldwin has ten air balls this year. Wow. I mean, counting the ones that slam into the glass. Can you be the air ball watch guy? I mean, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much for one person. Uh, Andrew Harrison is is not good, but I do like the fact that he's just thrown out there and plays 35 minutes and is fine. Right. Um, Deontay Davis has looked great the couple of runs he's gotten. I love Deontay Davis. So the fact the fact they've thrown all these guys into the fire, Jarrell Martin, James Ennis has been good, like we said, might be your fantasy sleeper if you're in a yeah. deep league. Jarrell like, Martin's like a kind of sneaky, awesome shooter. I hate the fact that, again, it's all these guys are hurt. So it's like it feels like that they've made, you know, our front line is in good shape with Jarrell Martin and Deontay Davis, but those guys both have recurring foot problems. We and need Tony so Allen out there wreaking havoc, and we need it now. So they need mm-hmm. Tony Allen back. The thing that I'm discouraged about, yes, they, they went 2-1, and one, and then they threw that game pretty much against the Timberwolves, but the two wins were miracles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, none, one were, of them, Mark Gasol scored eight points in overtime after sending it to overtime on a three-pointer. On like a That's twi- not happening On like again. a 29-foot three-pointer. Yes. So, like, Gasol goes crazy. And also, it was a flagrant foul. All right. Um, a flagrant foul, five-point play that got them back in that Wizards game. I'm curious, John, what do you think? They've put Zach Randolph on the bench, we know. Right. Zach Randolph has flourished off the bench. But, as a surprise to me, in these close games, they have not gone back to Zach Randolph to close games. They've closed right. games with Jermichael Green and normally Vince Carter, James Innes. Like... Does that surprise you? Do you think that's going to keep working? Well, what I, despite, okay, so Vince Carter's shot very well so far this season. Oh, and that's another miracle. That Wizards game was five for six Vince from three. Another, my issue with it is that it's not going to last. And we've seen enough Vince Carter to know that we can't be relying on him this heavily. I'm not impressed with who Fizdale's going to in crunch time at all. I'm not impressed with how the team is playing as a team, uh, especially defensively. So it's just kind of a... They keep they seem to funnel everyone towards the rim. Right. There's no rim protector. Right. right. And like Zach Randolph has this terrible defensive rating, and you're like, oh, that's why he's not on the court. When he's on the court, he's playing center. Yeah. There's no scenario where he's going to have like the anyone can score on him. We've gone from one of like the tightest defensive units to like Mark and some bums. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it seems like on offense, this team is just all jump shot. All deep jump shot. Gasol's only taken something like eight shots in the paint. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know how they, I feel like they've been lucky to win two games against non-playoff teams, at least in my right. estimation. Maybe the Wizards and Timberwolves can get there. And they seem to be arriving at this uh, 3 and D style too late to this party. Like, So that makes me nervous. But again, I guess the flip side is I'm encouraged by, oh, they are going to rest players like we've right. asked them to do for years. They are going to play the young guys. Develop young yeah, guys, which is something that, you know, you guys kind of were mad at Jaeger for last year. He wouldn't, you know, put any effort into developing these guys. And, definitely will do that. And it seems like that's his plan. Uh, I got some good news for you guys, though. What is it, You Chuck? know what I saw on Twitter? Mario Chalmers shooting free throws. Where? 
In the Grizzlies practice in court. The Grizzlies practice court, baby. We got the Diamond Rio coming back. We need to get Grind City Media on that and tell us if how old that photo is. Yeah, because <laughs> there's there's no there's no newspaper cut out in the it corner seems, to seems, let us know the he date. He seems to be wearing an Oklahoma State uh, yeah uniform he's too. His old is yeah. Um, so I I don't he's know. He's a Jayhawk, damn it. I know he is, but it's a weird <laughs> orange some weird, and black. Uh, somewhere orange thing. Um, so I don't know. I feel like the schedule gets harder. And they're going to get smashed by yeah. some teams because, like, their starting lineups they've rolled out have been terrible. Hysterical. And I, I don't think they're sustainable. Like, mm. I don't think these starting lineups, like, this is not a lineup, even if you are developing people, like, you can't have James Ennis, Jarrell Martin, and Jermichael Green. Those are all, like, fifth guys. You mm. can't have three fifth <laughs> options on the court within just Mike and Mark, who mm. are, honestly, their clutch play has change the fact that they've been not great. Yeah. You know, like Mike has came through in both of those big games. And then obviously Mark with the big, so I don't know. I don't like, I'm still incredibly nervous about this Grizzlies team. I feel like 500 ball is what we're going to see. I don't know. John, are, are you, how, how has your perspective changed now that you've seen them play four games? Um, here's the whole problem that I see is just, it seems to be a very quick makeover and I think it's just going to take some time. Yeah, I think it's smart that Fizz is trying to change things because we've probably been playing this game for too long, trying to be the one slow-paced defensive first team left in the league. But it has to start somewhere, and maybe it's because they've had some big wins, like the 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 Marcus All overtime game. That the the spirits seem high for the players, and they seem to. Gasol's definitely enjoying shooting these threes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Ask Antoine Walker. It's yeah, Zebo's enjoying it. You know, right. it, they, they're having a good time. So, like, I'm not as as it's not as dire as it could feel. Like, it doesn't feel as bad as the depths of last season. Well, they easily could be zero and four. Yes, they really could. And I think one thing Zebo is not enjoying is watching the ends of games where the team is struggling to score. That's a little strange. And he's like, I'm nine for fourteen. I, I think yeah. it's, the strangest thing to me is it seems like Fizdale is so committed to he wants to have a better, quote-unquote, better defender, you know, a perimeter-type player like a Jermichael Green at the fourth end of games when it's like, you know, if you if you can't score, it does seem like you maybe... go. And they like, surely can't score. Like, going big is an option. Right. Like, other NBA teams are putting out two bigs to take advantage if that is where right. your talent is, and that is where the Grizzlies' talent is. Yeah, that's so it seems weird that he's been so reticent to do it. But who knows? I mean, so far, again, they're two and two. They ha- They've... Completely limited the minutes. Uh, Mark Gasol, Mike Conley have only played 30 minutes per game in the three games they played, and they rested. Uh, Zebo's playing 22 minutes per game, and they're giving tons of run to all these rookies and and young guys. So that's kind of cool. It's which, like if, if they can maintain with that, which may pay dividends at the end of the season, exactly, and help uh, keep those legs fresh if if the playoffs. And once are. and and if we are if, it, if we are all in on Parsons coming back, and then maybe they'll be in a good spot. Yeah. So. I think that wraps our Grizzlies epilogue. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Uh, you guys are the best. Arrive safely.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.